Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Glad you are here. Welcome to the Wednesday night live stream. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dansfish.com. Thanks for being here. We do this every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and we're growing. I'm going to talk about that in a bit. Got a, a big sale going on. I'm going to talk about talk about the fish we're going to give away and a couple other things before we get to your questions and comments and before it becomes a free for all. <laughs> but thanks everyone for being here. Sorry about the air. I apparently when I uh, set this up, I apparently said the wrong time. Like I said, six p.m. Mountain Time instead of seven or something like that or had it Pacific time or somehow it wasn't quite right. So anyone that came earlier and was like, where is it? And what's going on? My apologies. I just made an error when I set up the stream tonight. I somehow had the wrong time set up. Um, the first thing I would like to do as a test really quick is to just switch real fast to another screen and see if the volume changes. I've been having trouble in the streams, a little technical difficulty with the volume level changing when I switch from this view to this view. And I'm hoping that that's not happening now. Let's switch a couple more times. Um, if you could tell me if I indeed did fix it on my end, it seems like the volume staying about the same, but there was a noticeable, like it would noticeably get louder on the screen you're seeing right now than on this one. So hopefully that's good. Volume the same fixed. All right, cool. That's good. That's good because that took some doing to find that little bug and fix it. <laughs> so thanks everyone to let me know that that was an issue so I could fix it. I appreciate that. Um, oh, shoot. I had a, there we go. It's back. I lost a fish that I had up that I wanted to show you in a bit. So we beat 7,000 subs, which is fantastic. We're just a little over 7,000 right now. So thanks everyone that is subbed up. Thanks for joining the Dance, the Dance Fish channel. Um, it's good to have you here. And to celebrate that, I wanted to do something that I think is kind of fun. So I'm doing a big sale at the Dance Fish store. I don't do this very often. I think the most I've ever done it is like, twice a year or something like that. So there's a big sale. Let me show you what's going on. So my store is hosted on Get Gills. So let's go to my store and I'll show you the sale. There's some things that are like 50% off. Um, a few things aren't for sale at all yet, but most things are. The newest fish I just got in, I haven't put on sale because I, I mean, just got them in. <laughs> but if you look down here, pretty quick, we start getting to sale. So instead of $12.50, turquoise rainbows are eight bucks. Pretty good. Um, let's see here. Some other good stuff. I'm just letting you look at these numbers. Instead of 15 bucks, those gobies are down to nine bucks. And there's some live bears. Like these are normally 15 bucks a pair, these red flamingo live bears. Oh, you can't see that because my head's in the way. Oh, man. Well, these guppies right here that you can't, oh, you can see the price. Yep. Normally 15 bucks a pair. They're only $7.50 a pair right now, which is like, what, $3.75 a fish? That is, I think, a killer deal. More stuff on sale. Almost everything's on sale. The Santa Maria Endlers are on sale, which, never happens. 
Um, but I have two pairs. It's 65 bucks a pair. That's a pretty good deal. And these uh, Cobra Endlers, normally 19 bucks a pair. They're now 12.50. You get the idea. Turquoise Guppies, normally 19 bucks a pair. They're 12.50. So if you have a hankering for some fish. Um, I wanted to thank everyone that subbed up and I thought a good way to do that would be to do a sale. And also I kind of like to get the sale in before the holidays hit hard because the week of Thanksgiving, I'm not going to want to ship just all the packages will be delayed. It'll be a nightmare. There'll be problems. And as we I'll ship probably the first week of December or so, but maybe the second week, but as we get, I'm going to stay about two weeks out from Christmas. Um, otherwise, we'll have problems. Now, that could change. I am looking at a deal with UPS right now. I'm not sure if it's going to work or not. We're, we're kind of going back and forth. Um, but if I can get UPS to a price that works, then I might start doing two-day UPS because during the winter, that could be more reliable than, um, than the priority. So I'm looking into that. No promises yet. Don't know exactly how it's going to go, but, but anyway, yeah, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, uh, it just becomes a nightmare to ship. So figured we'd do a sale now before it got too close to the holiday season. All right. Let me make sure my volume's okay here. Yeah, we're good. Alrighty. Um, so really cool news. I have been trying to get Amazon puffers in for a long time <laughs> and haven't been able to find the right batch of the right size of the right price, which is what I have to do to bring any fish in. So I finally did. So I've got a bunch of these in now and they're acclimating. Um, they came in pretty rough shape, which they sometimes do. And so I'm working on them. And as soon as they're all recovered and things, I'll list them for sale. It's going to be a while. I really take my time with that fish. And it, it takes some doing to really clear them out and get them uh, solid so that I'm confident they'll do well for you. But I did get some, which I am stoked about because I've been... I've been trying for a while and every now and then they would pop up, but not at the right price at the right size um, in the right group. That just wasn't happening. All right. I want to make sure I'm on live chat. I am. Mm. Last week I tried to go on live chat and I thought I had and then it was like, oh, no, you're not on live chat. <laughs> so at the end of the stream, um, I, I, when I watched the replay to kind of read through comments to see, check, check to make sure everything's good. You know, everything's kosher. Um, <laughs> I realized, man, I thought I was on live chat the whole time and I'd been on top chat, which is no good. So let me show you the giveaway, how to enter the giveaway tonight is hashtag 7,000 subs. This hashtag right here will enter you to win. But before you enter, let me tell you about the fish because it might not be right for everyone. The fish that we're going to do is this, the Mangano, Melanochromis cyanohabdos. Um, these guys 
are absolutely stunning. Electric blue and black, just like the pictures, they really are super stunning. There are fish that I got without meaning to. I ordered an Episto, and that's what I got instead. They just sent them to me. I opened the box and was like, oh, those are not Epistos. Those are Mabuna. Um, so it was a bit of an accident. Um, they're on sale right now for three bucks a piece, just because, which is, I'm not making any money on these. I'm just trying to move them to, to homes where people can enjoy them and know how to keep Mabuna. Um, because I'm not set up to keep Mabuna long term, and I don't want to be set up right now to keep Mabuna long term. <laughs> so, so that's why they're super cheap right now. I'm selling them for three bucks each, and that's why they are the giveaway. Now, Hey, look at that. Ty Hunsicker. Ty, good to hear from you. I'm, I was so glad I got to meet you the other day. $5 super chat. Awesome. Dance fish. I loved your Denison barbs. Are you getting any in soon or should I search local businesses or should I search local because it's getting cold? Thanks. Ty, I would search local. That's a fish that I, I would like to get in, but I, I pretty much have to dedicate an entire um, aquarium to them when I get a large group of them in because they grow pretty big and they're such active swimmers that I can't keep anything else in the tank with them. They'll stress them out and they'll outcompete them for food. So right now I don't have a tank that I'm like, Hey, I could just dedicate a whole tank to that one species, but I have some news that I'm going to get to in a little bit. Um, about how we're expanding and we're going to be doing an expansion pretty quick here. And um, then I should have the tank space to be able to bring them in because I do want to bring them in because they're often very expensive and I think I can get them at a competitive price. And, um, you know, when you're spending that much on fish, you, you want to make sure you have healthy ones, which, which I, work really hard to do before I ship them out. So they are on my list. I just haven't, I don't have the space at this moment, but thanks for the $5, Ty. And again, it was great to see you. Uh, it's been a few weeks now, I suppose. Months? Jeez. We're getting old, Ty. We're getting old. <laughs> Time's flying. Um, anyway, these Melanochromis, they were sent to me as Johanni, but I don't think they are. I'm pretty sure they're the Mangano, which is also called the Electric Blue Johanni. So it's all it's all very confusing. Um, but they get about four inches. They are that beautiful color. They're a Mabuna, so they're going to like a lot of rock work. You're going to want to keep them in a big group if you can to help spread aggression and things. And they can be kept with other Mabuna. They can be kept with um, Cynodonis catfish, things like that. But they're not as aggressive as like erratus or bumblebees or something like that. But they're a fairly aggressive fish. So don't don't put in hashtag 7000 subs to enter the contest to win them tonight unless you're like, oh, yeah, I can handle a Mabuna. I mean, there's a lot of cichlid keepers out there that I'm, you can. But I just if you're if you don't know what Mabuna are and uh they're not going to go well in your community tank with your Danios and Tetras and angelfish. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So anyway, hopefully some folks will want them. 
and seven thousand hashtag seven thousand subs to celebrate the fact that we are at over seven thousand subs now. In addition to which, we're doing a massive sale at dancefish.com to celebrate that too. Thanks everyone for being here. Thanks for subbing up, and uh, and we do pretty good even though we only have seven thousand subs, which is not big for a YouTube channel, right? Um, the content must be interesting because we get well over 400,000 views a month. So, yeah, we're a fairly small channel, but we are making an impact. We're getting information out there and people are finding it. So it makes me feel good. Um, okay, so covered that, 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 that. Great. Now, here's the thing I'm going to prep for next week. Next week is going to be a very special live stream. And I want to get a lot of people here. And I'm going to give away something that hopefully will draw lots of people. I haven't decided what it is yet. Um, it could be Sudamugal Ivan Safai, which is a rare blue eye like Fricata or uh, Gertrude, things like that. Um, it's really hard to find. And I'm lucky I, I got a nice big batch of healthy ones. So that might be one to draw a lot of people. It might be something like chocolate karamis. I haven't quite decided yet, but I want to make it something good because I'm going to do something special next week, which is I'm going to raise funds for my expansion. And I'm not just asking for free money. Um, though I'm creating a, a campaign and I'll share that with you next week. And basically, I'm going to come in next week and pitch Dan's fish to you as if you were the sharks on Shark Tank, as if you're Barbara Cochran and, and Mark Cuban and, and Mr. Wonderful, right? Um so I'm going to pitch the company to you, going to let you know what our plans are, where we're at, what we're doing, and give you an opportunity to invest in the company at a certain level. There'll be super low levels where for a dollar, it's like, thank you for at a certain level it'll be like, okay, great. You get a discount on fish or you get a credit for this many fish, or it's a pre-order for fish, things like that. But at a certain level, I'll actually offer you equity in my company. So that's what I'm going to do next week. So here's the plan. I, I have uh, someone who is very interested in investing in dance fish at a substantial amount where um, we don't know the the final amount yet, but it's, it's very substantial and should get me going. Um, that, however, won't be happening until next year. So, um, and we're still working out the details and nothing's been signed yet or anything, but I'm pretty confident that this will be, um, an investment that I can build the rest of the investments around. So what I want to do though, is a small intermediate step while I'm waiting for that to happen. Cause that's going to take about a year, um, for that money to get freed up and for it to actually be, arrive in the dance fish account. Um, so we can expand. So what I want to do before I do that massive expansion is a smaller expansion Add 81 tanks to the system. Um, that is, I have a, a, a building here, kind of like a shop type building, garage type building that I can do that in. And that's going to cost a lot less than the 600,000 that the final uh, facility will be. But I want to do that a, because then I can still be expanding the business um, during the year while we're waiting for that investor to be able to finalize things. But B, 
because it'll give us a lot of data. It'll let us know, okay, if we add 81 tanks, how much do the sales increase? Um, how much engagement does that increase? All these, all these things. And the other thing is the last thing I want to do is be somewhat stagnant between now and raising the last rounds of funding, you know, within a, a year or so from now. And I'm, I'm to the point where it's, it's hard for me to grow anymore in this facility. And my fear is that um, if I don't expand between now and when um, this investor is, is able, uh, able to pull the trigger on the investment, that the company will, it's been growing quite a lot this first year. But it's going to slow down if I don't expand into more space. And the last thing you want to do when you go to investors is be like, hey, come and invest in my company. It's not growing very fast, right? You, you need to have growth. And the only way for me to maintain the kind of growth that I've seen at this point is to add more tanks. So I'm going to go into all that next week, exactly what that entails. But I'm excited about it. I'm creating the campaign right now. It'll be very clear. Um once that, you know, for next week, it'll be all ready to present to you. So you guys can be the sharks in the shark tank and I'll be the person pitching my business and we'll see, we'll see how that goes. So Annalie, 10 bucks for the proper ozone system. Thanks. Thanks, Annalie. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's the ozone system's a big expense. That's, that's not a, yeah, it's not a small thing at all. So it's kind of like this baby step before we do the the major, major expansion, just because it makes sense not to stagnate for a year or so while funds are being finalized. Yep. Hope that makes sense. Um, and by the way, I want to stress it. Uh, like I said, nothing's been signed yet. Nothing's uh, exactly final, but I feel like we're at a place where I know the next step to take um, while things are getting squared away. Yeah. I'm in top chat. Oh, man. See, here, let me share this. See, here it says I'm in live chat. Oh, geez, but here it says I'm in top chat. Well, no wonder I'm confused. Hang on, I'm switching right now. There we go. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> oh, I thought when I switched to live chat here that that made it live chat, but I guess it doesn't. I guess I have to do it there and then it'll be actually live chat. That must be what happened last week when I could have sworn I was in live chat. And then I watched the, the I read the comments on the replay and stuff. And I thought, nope, still chop, still top chat. The fish tank born $5 super chat. Thank you so much, Mike. Those walks to the outside fish room get long in the winter. Yes. Hashtag no more professor. Hashtag free the end endlers. And hashtag breeding for pleasure. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, thankfully, my journey to the outside fish room is about four feet. So I walk outside my fish room, go to the top of the stairs, and the building's right there. And if I need to, I could build like a little breezeway or something like that. So, yes. <laughs> yes, but I hear you. In Wyoming winter, when it's 35 below... That could definitely be an issue. I mean, just to walk four feet, it's like, okay, boots, coat, scarf, babushka hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
like Trapper Dan, right? <laughs> so I think those are the things that are going on. Um, over 7,000 subs, big sale at Dan's Fish. Got some Amazon puffers in. They're not going to be ready for a while. They take some time. And they came in rough shape, but I'm, I'm working on them. Um, the Manganos are the giveaway fish this week. For those just joining, we've got a lot joining in the last little bit. These are the fish available. I'm going to send uh, six of them out for free to whoever wins the giveaway tonight. And just be aware they're not a fish you're going to want to get unless you know how to maintain Mabuna, right? They're, they don't go well in a community tank if you're just joining. Um, all right. That's about what I've got. I'm really excited about next week, though. So if you could be here for next week so I can, you know, basically pitch to you um, for, for investment, that would be awesome. And large investments are great, but for this, this, for this baby step we're taking, um, since I have interest from an investor at a very large amount, I feel that now I'm okay going ahead and taking some smaller investments. Um, and I'll go over all those details, but don't feel like you have to have 50 to a hundred thousand to $600,000, um, to participate next week. You don't, you don't, it's anywhere from $1 on up. And at a certain amount, um, equity is part of the part of the package, not at a dollar, <laughs> but I'll get into those details next week. Okay. Anyway, I think I'm now talking in circles, so I'll stop. Um, hello mods. Thanks for being here. Kayla's Aquatics, 54 Punchy, Candy Overholes. And um, is Thomas Aquariums in here? Or Lumpy Dog? Oh, there's Lumpy Dog. Hey, Lumpy Dog, welcome. And our skippers, not Thomas Aquariums, Skippers Aquariums. Um, all right, so I'm going to now get to your questions and comments. If you have a question or comment for me, if you'd make it at Dan's Fish, it'll highlight for me, which is super helpful, and I can get right to it. Okay, I think I actually saw all the Super Chats. So good. I felt really bad last week. There were a couple that got out of the chat before I could get to them. And I, and when that happens, I don't know how to like, there's probably a way because when, when I see Corey streaming, he's like, let me see. And he like bring, he like checks, I guess he has a list of super chats. I'm not quite sure how to do that. No, it's not that. Yeah, I'm, I don't know quite how to do that. But since I don't know how to do that, I, I missed a couple of you last week. I'm really sorry. Okay, let's do this. HC Aqua, do you have males and females? I believe so. Some of them have egg spots on the anal fin. We're talking about the mangano right now, right? Um, the, the fish I'm giving away. Um, some of them have egg spots on the anal fin. Some do not. So... My guess is that the ones that do have egg spots are males and the ones that don't are females. I'm just guessing, though. Mangano is not a fish that I'm super familiar with. I used to be, but that was 10 years ago or more. Small fry aquatics. So the prize is like my mother-in-law, cross between a rat and a piranha. <laughs> but very beautiful. <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> Rockford Fish Keeping. Two questions from my dad, Kent. He asks, do you do everything yourself or do you have people that help? And second, um, the second is he has seen discus in your tanks. Are you breeding them? Okay. Well, hello, Kent. Thanks for the questions. And Rockford, thanks for letting me know the question. Um, so I'm like full time. I'm the only full time person, well, way more than full time um, at Dan's Fish. But there's a gentleman named Pistol Abbott that helps me pack fish on Sundays because that's a super busy day. And I probably could do it myself, but I would, it would be like 2 a.m. before I got to bed. And then I'd have to get up early the next morning on Monday, get the fish to the post office, then drive out of state to the nearest airport, get the new fish, drive back. It it just, you know, I would wreck or something. So Pistol Abbott helps me pack fish and and he helps me with other projects on occasion as well. And then uh, I have, there's someone else that does the bookkeeping. Um, But those are kind of part-time positions. So I'm the only full-time person with a couple part-time helpers, I guess you could say. But although they're part-time, they're invaluable as far as discus i i mean that's how i that's what people on youtube originally knew me for was discus because i used to bring in lots of discus um and i used to sell lots of discus so my journey is kind of my main thing back when i was like 13 14 years old was i got way into killifish and killifish have been a true passion since then i never got tired of them they're just amazing but i've kept in bred and raised lots of fish over the years um Killifish included. When I first started YouTube, I mean, for real started YouTube, I was uh, into discus at that time. So most people that know me from YouTube back in the early days know me as a discus guy. But the truth is, I haven't I haven't kept discus for a few years now. And the main reason is, is just when you keep discus, it's you kind of only keep discus. If you have a specialized discus setup that, that really works for bringing discus in, getting them healthy, reselling them, all that, it's pretty specialized and it's a little difficult to keep lots of other species of fish in that kind of a setup. And so I, I wanted to be able to keep lots of different species of fish because one of the things I wanted to do, and I still have, I've done several, but I need to do more is my, one of my plans is to try to breed different species frequently and make videos on how to breed different species. So um, I've done some of that. I haven't done as much as I would like. So that's one reason I was like, I'll get tons of different species and I'll occasionally like once a week, pull a species, breed it, show how it's done. Then the next week, try another one, things like that. So that's probably way more of an answer than you wanted. (laughs) Elect. Let me make sure I get this right. Electro fry. Maybe we need drone delivery. Oh, we definitely need drone delivery. <laughs> Kaylor's Aquatics. Thanks for bringing the fact that I was in top chat, at least on one of my chat screens, uh, to my attention. Even though I thought I was in live chat. Ah. Skipper's Aquariums. Hey, so you are here. Welcome. Welcome. So to ask Dan a question, type at Dan's fish. Definitely. <laughs> Small fry aquatics at Dan's fish. 400,000 views. That's like Kardashian money. No, let's see. What is it actually? Let me make sure that I'm 
let's see here, analytics. Oh, I'm way off. I am sorry. I'm glad you said something because I would have thought that was true. It's about 50,000 a month. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. Why did I think it was 400? Okay. It's 500,000 in a year. All right. Well, that's, uh, that makes a little more sense. That's not as fun, but yeah, sorry. I misspoke. I, I totally thought that was true. It's not around 50,000 a month is true. Glad you said something. I would have been working under that, uh, <laughs> that misconception for a long time. Um, for those that, that are kind of just joining us, if you go to the dance fish store, lots of stuff's on sale right now. A lot of stuff is on sale for like 50% off or more. No, not more. I think 50% off. Like, Instead of 19 bucks, these are 12 bucks. It's pretty good. And there's lots of other good sales going on right now at Dance Fish. And that's just because, oh, I didn't show you this. So here's some stuff. But almost everything's on sale. Not quite everything, but almost everything's on sale. And lots of stuff are on sale, like majorly, because I just wanted to celebrate 7,000 subs and get a sale in before the holiday madness hit and shipping became a nightmare. All right. Just got to Annalise $10 super chat for those who are wondering how far behind I am. That's how far. <laughs> Wolf and Bear, do you carry only male Scarlet Baddis? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is one that I thought is maybe female and I separated it. Every time I've done this in the past, the females have colored up into males, but I saw one that I was like, that might be a female. So I removed it into its own aquarium. We'll see if it colors up or not. Um, trust me, if I get females, I will be listing them at dancefish.com for sure. And, and they'll be a little expensive because that's like finding a diamond in a haystack. Wow. How about mixing metaphors? A needle in a haystack. <laughs> a diamond in a coal mine. Jeez. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm on my A game tonight. Um, but yeah, just males for sale, unfortunately. If, if you get a female, man, treasure that thing. Scarlet Aquatics got some females because uh, they have some videos of them spawning, which are amazing. So if you... At some point, want to check them out. Scarlet Aquatics on YouTube. Now everyone's going to go there, but that's fine. Um, has some awesome videos of them spawning Scarlet Baddest. So it does happen occasionally. You can find a female, but I haven't found a confirmed female ever. And I've been through like many, 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 many hundreds of them. Or thousands. Candy overalls at Dance Fish. Bentley Pasco. Hey, Bentley. Good to see you, my friend. Says, Dead Ham currently... At a dead ham, currently at a spotlight listening to your stream, but you know how to get a hold of me. Shoot me a message if when you get a chance. Okay. Dead ham. Wait, was that to dead ham or was that to me? 
Well, I'm all kinds of confused, but I'll Bentley, I'll give you a shout. Um, just to see what's up. It's always good to chat with Bentley. Busy dude. It's hard to chat with Bentley. So I feel privileged that I got the invite. Maria Z. Hey, Maria. If we were to invest at the smaller current growth plan, would we be automatically invested in the next phase? Yes. Yeah, I, that's the plan. But I'll get into all those details next week. Um, I'll get into all those details. Yeah. Uh, basically, um, basically, right now, I think yes. And I'll talk about how that's going to happen. Now, the valuation might change slightly between now and then just because, um, you know, it's evaluation has to deal with risk. So the more risk someone takes, the less data they have when they enter, the higher valuation they get because they're taking more risk. So they get, you know, more return for that risk. Um, and then later... It's like, oh, wait, now we have more data and we have more. So we know the risk is less. So then evaluation tends to be a little less. But I'm kind of looking at this um, all is one round, one big round right now. And I'll, I'll explain that. Short answer is yes, Maria Z. You will be. Yeah, you're definitely not going to be cut out when um, ever. This is a for life thing. If you ever decided to sell um, your interest in the company, that would be up to you. But until you decided to do that, yeah, you're, it's a for life thing. Matthew Villa, sorry, this is a repeat. I asked you before you switched to live chat. Okay, yeah. Well, good on you because when you switch, weird stuff happens. Are there sex pairs that you can sell the Rhinogobius Yaushinensis? Um, I think there still are, yes. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with a 90% yes on that. There were definite males and females. Um, I've, I've shipped quite a few lately, but I'm pretty sure if I looked, I could find more males and females. So yeah. And if you ordered and put a note, like I only want them if I can get both sexes, then I'll look. Um, and if I can't find both sexes, I'll respond and we can cancel the order or adjust things. Wolf and bear, do you carry only male scarlet baddest? Yes. Unfortunately, that's all I've got. Killers Aquatics and Dance Fish, I owe $4 from last week as the new total went up to 204 after I did the 210 super chat. Can I put that in next week? Oh, sure. <laughs> you don't owe me anything, Bob, but <laughs> if you feel so inclined, absolutely. <laughs> so we got to 214 last week. That's awesome. We're at 165 already this week, so that's not too bad at all. Thanks for being here. Branded guy, thank you for doing these live streams. Are your programmies able to be sexed? Do you think they'd go well with Precox rainbows and African glass cats? So to the second part of your question, yes, they'll absolutely do great with those species. They, uh, they do get about five, six inches or so, but they're super peaceful. They're not going to be a problem with Precox rainbows or African glass cats. Now, as 
as to whether as to whether there's males or females, the only way I know of to really accurately sex them is when the males get big enough to get those kind of extensions, the filaments off the anal fin that get long and the anal fin kind of takes a different shape. That's the only way I'm comfortable sexing them where I feel like, okay, yes, I got the customer what they want. On the ones I have, there are a few that are starting to get something that looks like it might be that, but it's not there well enough yet that I can accurately sex them. So if you wanted both sexes, I would do my best, but it's probably a 50-50 shot at this point. Yeah. Ginger Graves, $10 and a flying super blue pear <laughs> sticker. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ginger. Um, I hope your order gets there tomorrow in good shape. I, it's still in the mail. Sorry about that, but UPS or USPS uh, does what it does. But Thanks for the super chat. Thanks for the orders. Thanks for the support. I appreciate you a lot, Ginger. Yeah, pearl gourmies are just tough for me until they're truly like large and mature. And then I'm like, okay, male, female. Don Gallier, did you see Lumpy Dog super chat? Are you punking me? Because I didn't. Okay, I'm scrolling to, to look for it. Lumpy Dog, I'm sorry if I missed a super chat, but I, I've been keeping pretty close watch for them because I missed a few last week and felt bad. So, all right. I don't see it. Lumpy Dog, if you left a super chat, I'm so sorry I missed it. Okay. Electro Fry, I might have to pull a short road trip for the grand opening. Yes, come on up. That would be awesome. In fact, anytime if you're around the Sheridan, Wyoming area, uh, I need a little advance notice, right? Just so that uh, I can make sure everything's good, but um, make sure I'm home, make sure, yeah, <laughs> that it's a good time. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have folks over. Everyone's always welcome to come over. I just need advance notice. Dave Jenkins, thank you for the Killy donations. Cool. They like the fish, but they only went for $5 for three pairs. And there was only 12 people there. <laughs> oh, man, Dave. 12 people. Hey, it's a start. Glad I could help. And, and to me, it's, I mean, it's always nice when the club can make more money. I wish you guys had made more than five bucks for three pairs. Jeez. But um, to me, it's about supporting the club. So glad I could support 12 people is 12 people. Um, and it's okay because the other clubs I've donated those fish to have made up for it. They've, they've done really well with that fish. So no worries. But Dave, you're very welcome. I'm happy to support. Small Fry Aquatics, would you be open to questions in advance of next week? Not wanting you to answer in advance, but perhaps if many of us have the same questions, maybe you could think about it and address. Um, Small Fry, I'm going to say yes, but through email. Would you send questions to Dan at Dan's Fish? Um, 
or you could do them here and highlight, but I guess here's what I'm trying to say. I would want to make sure I saw that. I don't always see all the comments in chat. So if you ask one and I miss it, then, then send me an email just so I make sure I see it. But yeah, absolutely. I can talk about that. Sure. There might be some questions where I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to cover that one next week, but yeah. In fact, uh, let me say this. If there are questions that you want me to wait till next week to answer, let's get those emailed just so it doesn't get confusing, but I can answer some questions, some general stuff. Just one more fish with Josh Spink. Hey, Josh, breeding update. Last week, marbled crayfish. This week, I found fry for the first time with my Xenotoka dodroy colony. That's awesome. Those are amazing fish. I'm glad you're breeding them. We need more of those in this world. They're just fantastic. Little nippy, but a tank full of those, that's, that's fantastic. Lumpy Dog, all the Paleotis quarries are still doing well. In fact, all fish are doing well. The albino plecos look amazing on black substrate. They are active and out all the time. Thanks, Jeff. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks for the update. Um, so far, pretty good lately. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had a snafu with, again, the baby gold angels, which was weird because I had literally shipped like hundreds of them. And then one week they just, not all of them, but a lot of them didn't do well. But besides that snafu, it's been, that was a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, things are going pretty well. So I'm excited. Testing some new heat packs and things. Uh, the 96 hours working on those, trying to get those right. What I found is I ran a test and it really surprised me. The 96 hour heat pack. I boxed up a small seven by seven by six inch box like I do. Um, and I put the heat pack in there and it was warm and toasty. And I put it outside in my truck in the garage so it could be out in the cold. So I could see how well it heated and for how long. And I had a thermometer in there that would gauge the high and the low temperature in the box. Um, and I brought it in the next morning to get the first set of readings. And the thing was cold, like cold, cold. It's like, what is going on? So I tried again with another one. I was like, was the heat pack faulty? Same result. So I'm going to try. Here's the next test I'm going to run is um, that size box packed like a, like usual, except no fish in the box, just water in the bags. I'm going to do one with a 40 hour, one with a 70 hour, and one with a 96 hour, all at the same time, three separate boxes, put them outside, bring them in the next morning and see um, what's going on. My suspicion is that the 96 hour heat pack might just eat up oxygen so quickly since it's such a big heat pack that there's not enough oxygen in that small box to keep it running. That's what I'm wondering if it is happening. So I want to test with all three, just so I have like controls, right? And and see if the other two well two do well, but that one doesn't, then then I think it's probably an oxygen thing. If that's the case, then I'll try again with the 96 hour, but I'll flip it upside down and I'll poke a hole through the box in the top styrofoam right onto that pink line that absorbs the oxygen and see if uh, a constant feed of oxygen will keep it hot. Because it would be awfully nice in the dead of winter to find a way to use a 96 hour heat pack. But I was really surprised. I did not expect it to... Um, 
like I thought the next morning that box would be warm and toasty, but no, it was cold twice on two separate packs. So I suspect an oxygen problem. So I'm testing that. So I'll test that on the small boxes. I'll test that on the medium and the large boxes. Um, I suspect in the medium and large boxes, there'll be enough oxygen in the box to keep it burning, but I don't know yet. So I'm trying to figure out how to best use those so that as we get colder, uh, things will be more secure if I can use that 96 hour as we really get cold. 168 watching, 167 now. It never fails. <laughs> um, thanks for being here, everybody. If you wouldn't mind taking a moment to like, share, subscribe, hit notification bells, all that jazz would be greatly appreciated. Dave Jenkins, I did buy six pairs of Achilles for five bucks a pair, so I scored big time. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's that's like back in the day as a kid. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, had no money, and so I'd go to the auctions, and any pair of Achilles that didn't sell well, I'd be like, "What? Five bucks? That's me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care what it is. That's me." <laughs> they call it bottom feeding. I was a bottom feeder at auctions. Still am a little bit. Kenneth Lamb Jr. What's good take mates for electric blue Acaras? Um, okay, so I've kept blue Acaras, never electric blue Acaras, but I'm assuming their temperament's the same or the electric blues might be a little bit even more docile. That's typically the case on fish like that. So um, what I've found is that electric blue Acaras, I'm sorry, blue Acaras, don't really bother any fish that they can't easily eat. Unless they go into spawning mode and there's other blue acaras in the tank or other fish that are very similar, like bottom, like, I don't know, fire mouse cichlids, convicts, things like that. Um, then they can get a little bit aggro, but not too bad even then. So personally, what I would say is that if they can't eat it, it's probably going to be fine if it's big enough not to get eaten. Um, anyone else here? I, I haven't done a lot with electric blue cars. Anyone else here have a different opinion or, or actual experience that they can share? Because Kenneth, I'm kind of guessing because that strain, that, that, that color variant, I have not really kept with other stuff. G. Adams, cherry or grape Kool-Aid? We starting a cult here, Jay? <laughs> if Jay's starting a cult, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> Luke Mad okay Madzarak Luke Madzarak just purchased some Santa Maria Endlers thanks hey you're welcome thanks for purchasing them you know they um, I've kind of done that limited release on those for a while now um, enough people have them that I probably will be lowering the price on them but I'm still not doing it quite yet just because I want to give folks that bought them at a higher price a chance to breed them out and be able to sell them. The last thing I want to do is be like, hey, everyone buy these and a bunch of people buy them for a ton. And then a week later, I'll be like, no, they're only $40 a pair. And those people are like, what? Because at 85 bucks a pair, it's, it's kind of an investment, you know? So, yep. But, but pretty soon here, I think I've got enough out there. It's a supply demand thing, right? That'll I'll gradually start doing that at some point here. Noob Phobo, the carry Tetras are all sold in group of six or is that the price? Oh, geez. I screwed that up, didn't I? I know what you mean. Um, 
the carry Tetras, I better go change that right now. Thank you. So what I did with these carry Tetras is I was thinking of putting them on sale in groups of six and started to play with that. And then I was like, no, what if someone doesn't want six? Like what if someone has already got like 12 and just wants a few more to say they're buying something else. And they're like, well, I can fit three more fish in the box. What can I get? Well, I could get a few more carry Tetris, right? So I need to change that. So I'm going to do that right now. Let me show you guys. This is how you edit fish on your store and get gills. So this is my store, the back end. This is all the fish. Click edit. Where does it say they're in groups of Ah, there. They're not sold in groups of six. So I'm going to change that, update the item, and now we're good. Okay. Thank you. No, it's per fish. I think... Now let me double check and make sure I have the price there per fish. Yeah, $4.50. Yes, $4.50 is per fish. Yes. Thank you. That would have been a problem if I let that ride. Yeah, every now and then I just don't catch something, right? I start doing something, I get interrupted, I come back, and it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Alien World Aquatics. Hey, guys, I made it. Just got back from work. Hope everyone's doing well. Doing great, Alien World. Great to see you here, Scott. Hey there, Dance Fish. Endlers are still doing really well. Yeah, and I, I loved the video that you shared. It's nice to see them like that black turning really black and that orange coming in fully. Um, hope you get a nice group of babies out of those. For those that don't know, Alien World Aquatics is the gentleman that won those Santa Marie Endlers when that was the giveaway. Uh, Three weeks ago now, two weeks ago, something like that. So glad they're doing well. Hey, everyone. Been lurking while looking at my fish. So many baby CPDs mesmerizing. Brian, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, for those that are following, the group of CPDs I brought in, Celestial Pearl Daniels, um, they came in, they looked good, then they came down with a, like a horrible case of ick, if that's what it was. Didn't quite look like ick. That's been treated for quite a while now, but I'm just still fattening them up. I looked at them again today and I was like, can I sell these yet? And that particular species is just the belly. They have a tendency to just have a little bit of a, well, sometimes a really pinched belly, but it takes a lot of food and a lot of like them settling in and being comfortable and not too stressed for that belly to fill out to the point where I'm like, Okay, I can sell this and be proud. So that's where I'm at with those. Um, I'm just trying to fatten them up. And as soon as that belly really fills out and I'm like, okay, people would be happy to receive this, I'll, I'll ship them. Um, Brian's comment reminded me of that. Oh, the other one folks might be wondering about is the Bosmani rainbows because I got those in a while ago. They're fine. Um, they all recovered, but... I don't know if the tails had ammonia burn on them or something, but the tails on them didn't look great. Like it looked, it looked like ammonia burn. And so I'm just waiting for them to kind of regenerate their tails fully before I sell them as well. So those will be available eventually for those who are wondering, Hey, whatever happened with that big group of Bosmani and those CPDs. 
That fish kid, I like that handle. Your shipping method should be famous by now. I hope so. And it's not an ego thing. It's because we have to ship better. Um, as you know, the, the big boxes came in and forced a lot of mom and pops out of business. And so now to find a lot of fish that we want, we can we can only find them online in a lot of parts of the world. I mean, if you're in Tampa, Florida, good for you. <laughs> no bitterness. <laughs> like, you're so lucky. But a lot of us can only find what we want online. And so to keep the hobby vibrant and um, people interested and able to, to find new stuff that keeps them interested in all that and to kind of grow the industry and grow the community and everything. Um, shipping fish becomes super important. It's always been important. Like good luck finding killifish of many varieties at pet stores and things, right? That's always been the case. But I, it's become even more the case as the mom and pops dry up. So to me, it's not just... Yeah, I'm awesome as shipping fish. It's let's get that method out there and start having people think about what are the best ways they can ship fish. And maybe they have a better method or maybe they can see that and tweak it or maybe. But whatever it is, just we've got to do a better job. Um, yeah, if we want UPS and FedEx and USPS to not just say we're no longer ever carrying fish, we have to make sure we pack in a way that's responsible so that Packages don't get wet and damage other packages. And that's a whole big problem. It's not just the thing you're shipping. It's everything around it gets wet and ruined, right? So the carrier has to be happy. And then the fish has to be packed in such a way that it is as less, the least amount of stress possible. I mean, it's stressful. It's, there's no getting around that, but has the best chance of survival. So the person that gets them, gets them and is successful so that they're like, hey, this is awesome. And they stay in the hobby and then they get more fish and stuff. So, yeah, I'm glad that you uh, think it should be famous by now. I hope it is. That video has less than 7,000. I can't remember. It's not a hugely popular video, though, just because most people in the world aren't shipping fish like a video of a beautiful fish swimming around in an aquarium is going to do better than a here's how to ship fish. Very technical video. But I hope it gets out there. I hope people see it because we really do have to up our game. And now we ship fish just industry wide, hobby wide. We've got to do that. Karen Rob, how big do the Festivum cichlids get and what are they like to keep? So Festivums, I'm not. I'm going to say, okay, I've got to seriously fish this because it's been a little while. I want to say about five inches, six would be massive. Let me just look real quick here and see if I can get an answer. Some cichlid size. Oh, wow. That's animal world. I don't know if I trust. There's sites that like try to sell fish and stuff. And I, I, there we are. Seriously Fish is a site that I trust more than others, just because it's kind of peer reviewed. Maximum standard length, four inches is what it says on Seriously Fish. So somewhere around four inches, could be a little more. Um, I've definitely seen them four inches. And what are they like to keep? Um, they're awesome. They're, I would say that they're similar to an angelfish in temperament. 
Now, if you have a group of them in a pair of forms, they'll chase all the other Festivum cichlids around constantly. But if you have, like I keep them with Tetras right now. Um, I'm keeping them with, I've kept them with Madagascar rainbows, no problem. I've kept them with even croaking gouramis did fine with them. Plecos, they're in with pearl gouramis right now. So yeah, I haven't had any problems. The only aggression I've seen is when a pair pairs off and then they really want to get all the other festivums in that tank away from them. But that's the same with like angelfish or anything. So I'm going to say about like angelfish, maybe slightly more aggressive at spawning time than angelfish. If someone else here has a different story and can share their experience with Karen, uh, please do. Uh, please let us know what your experience is. But that's been my experience with festivum cichlids. I really like them too. They, they're one of those fish that doesn't shine in pictures and videos, but they're pretty darn cool in person. Varanid guy, thank you for doing these live streams. Oh, wait, I already did that one. And you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for being here and for commenting and stuff. Oh, wait, did I pop up? Nope. Okay. Hang on, chat jump. Oh, Kayla's Aquatics, $50 super chat. Cheerleader jumping in a heart. <laughs> That's hilarious. I could watch that for an hour. I don't know why. But that is striking me as hilarious. Thank you, Bob, so much. Here's the course, $50 super chat. Always appreciate you, Bob. Um, everything you do for us and for me personally, for all the super chats. If I added up all your super chats over this year, it would probably be enough to like make the difference of being in business or out of business one month. It's been very helpful, especially as I first got started. So thanks. I really appreciate you. Super chats are always appreciated, never required, but they do make the wife super happy. Okay, chat jumped on me, which is why I'm scrolling like mad here. Sorry. Okay, I think I just want to make double sure. Yes. Yes, yes, I got, I, I made it. Okay. Yes, Candy. I saw that from Bentley. I'll get a hold of him. Bentley Pasco, grats on 7K, Dan. Chat with you later. Time for a meeting with the team in China. All right, have fun. And I will contact you, Bentley. Alien World Aquatics, what kind of pleco is in the tank behind you? I see him climbing the wall. Those are from Mile High Plecos. Thanks again, Trevor Mikey. I miss that guy. I know he's in... I thought Gillette was bad. He's in Rollins, Wyoming, which is like, I don't know. I'm going to offend someone here from Rollins, but it's like the armpit of Wyoming. It's just, I never, I'll never forget this. So the first time I drove to Wyoming, I was driving up. Um, there was the job at the college there that I was interested in. They'd invited me up for an interview so I was driving up and I start in Salt Lake City and I drive up to Evanston, which is on the corner, the western corner. And I start, I drive halfway across the, the state on the 80, across the bottom of the state. And I'm like, eh, this isn't, this isn't great. And then I hit Rollins. And from there you go up the middle of the state 
and drive north till you hit Sheridan, which is only like 20 miles south of Montana. So you cross the whole state. I remember driving through Rollins and thinking to myself, you know what? I should turn around and go home. Like I should just, I'm, this is a waste of time. <laughs> there's, there's no way I'm going to live here. And then thankfully, as I drove longer, the scenery started to change. And I finally got to like the Bighorn Mountains opened up and Sheridan like appeared in the valley, like freaking Brigadoon in that musical. And I was just like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but poor Mile High Plecos is stuck in Rollins right now. 193 watching. That ain't half bad. Um, got those from him. They are Starlight Plecos. I always want to call them Starry Night because of Van Gogh, I guess, but Starlight Plecos. And I can't remember if they're L182s or 183s, but they're the ones that as an adult don't have the white margin on the caudal fin, whichever L number that is. They're fantastic. When I got them from him, he gave them to me. They were They were itty bitty and they've just been They've just been growing and growing and growing. Abu Aziz got those cardinals, the best group of cardinals I have ever had, and they eat like pigs, and I think they have already grown. That's awesome. I guess I can share this. Um, let me let me tell you a story here about Cardinal Tetris, but Abu thinks I'm so glad they're doing well. Um What was the name of the gentleman? Okay, so this is a, a customer, um, and this is a cool story. And this is why I do what I do, and this is why I do it how I do it. So this person emailed me, and he says, hey, I'm on your website looking at some Cardinal Tetras, and I've got some questions. And he asks questions about groups of nine, and how many do you have available, how big are they, and all that. And then he gets to this. I have been having trouble finding them locally and I had an order of 20 shipped in. None of them made it through quarantine. Then I tried a seller who had seven of them and claimed they were tank raised. Only two survived quarantine. I don't think the problem is on my end. I've been a fish keeper since college and that is getting to be a long time ago. This is probably my last attempt to get some Cardinal Tetris. So he's about to give up on this fish, right? That he loves and just can't keep alive. I see that you medicate and quarantine before you put the fish up for sale. I think they will, that will be a big help. They would be going into a 165-gallon tank with some discus, German blue rams, Romino's tetras. Like, a tank full of discus? Like, you don't want to screw that up, right? Do you think it would be necessary to quarantine again, et cetera, et cetera? So he's basically telling me, I've been wanting Cardinal tetras for a long time. I have this big, beautiful tank to put them in. I keep trying. I don't have any luck. We went back and forth. There's like 30 emails back and forth. This guy had concerns, right? I sent him 50 Cardinal tetras. And then I got this email from him a, a few days ago. Out of the blue, he emails me and he says, it's been two weeks since I received the Cardinal Tetras. I was hoping to be able to tell you that I still had 100% survival. Unfortunately, that's not the case because I lost one the first week. Only one. They are doing great. Lots of exclamation points. Unmarks. Unbelievable. I will definitely check your store and see if you have anything else I might be interested in. Thank you. 
So that made my week, right? That's, that's the reason dance fish exists. It's because, um, this industry in a lot of ways is doing a very poor job and it's going to take, um, someone. And right now that's me to stand up and say, there's a better way to do this. We have to do it a better way. And I'm going to do that. And so I'm doing that. And the whole point of this expansion is a, so I can make a better living. I'm on ramen wages right now. This is startup grind. This is like long days every day just to prove a concept. So I know if it makes sense to expand or not. And so, if I, and so I can raise the money to expand and all that. Right. Um, but the whole point of doing the expansion is to get big enough to make an impact. So everyone else in the industry that sells fish has to take notice and has to up their game. This industry hasn't really improved much as far as how it handles fish, its supply chain, um, all these things since like the 1970s. And it's also working under 1970s ethics for the treatment of animals. And this is 2019. And we have very different ideas of how animals should be treated than we did in 1970. And basically what I think is going to happen is if we don't up our game and, and make sure things go well and take the time to make fish healthy before we sell them and, and all this stuff, people are not going to be okay with that continuing. And groups like PETA and other animal rights organizations are going to put serious pressure on our representatives and there's going to be regulation passed. And if we don't up our game... I mean, I don't want that to happen, but we're asking for it, right? So it's not just, um, oh, Dance Fish wants to be another fish store. It's no, I see a big problem in our industry and I'm doing everything I can to solve that problem and then bring it to scale so the whole industry improves so that we aren't regulated to death. And because fish deserve respect, they just do. And so do customers. So Man, sorry, Abu, uh, you got me, you got me going. <laughs> but yeah, when I got that email from that, that gentleman who had tried, who knows how to keep fish and had been trying and just couldn't get any healthy cardinals, it's like, man, that's unacceptable. <laughs> that's now full disclosure. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm close. I'm over 99% successful, but every now and then something goes wrong. I understand that. But I know what he's talking about. I know how cardinals are treated in this industry. And I know there are fish that generally when you get them, they're often going to die on you, depending on where you get them, just because they haven't had the TLC that they deserve. So anyway, sorry, but it's just important to me. It's, it's super important that we, there's a better way to do it. And it's not that hard. And it takes a little more work, takes some dedication, but it's doable and it's repeatable and it's scalable and it should be the norm. And I'm not saying my specific way of doing it, but whatever the way is, there's probably many ways to do it, but just doing it matters no matter how it gets done. Right. I hope that made sense. When I rant, sometimes I know what I'm talking about in my head, but I don't always, it's not planned. So I don't always <laughs> dot all my I's and cross all my T's. <laughs>
Against the flow, I want to get into killifish. What would be a great fish to start with? Aphiosimian gardener. I'm sorry, Aphiosimian. Jesus, it's been decades since it was called Aphiosimian. Fundalopanchex gardneri. Aphiosimian australi. Australi. Um, Aphiosimian poliaci. Those are easy. Aphiosimian striatum. Epiplates digei, Epiplates, the species of Acaio that I have. People have great luck with them. They're hardy. They breed. Aplicylus panchax would be fantastic. They're on sale right now at my site. A lot of these species I've told you are not on my site. I don't have any, but they're just good ones. But Aplicylus panchax I have, and they're doing great, and they would be a good starter. Um, those are the few that pop to mind. But there's tons of easy ones. Almost any one that you'll find in a pet store is going to be easy because if it's been farmed at the level where it's sold at a pet store, these are Gardneri, Australi, for annuals, Nothobronchius gunthri, uh, maybe what used to be called YDI, it's South American. I forget what it's called now, but um, anything you can find at a pet store that's kind of large-ish would probably be good. I would avoid like Aplicylus blockii or clown killies and things like that just because the eggs are small and the fry are small. And if you're just getting started, it's a lot easier with a species like Fundalopanchex gardneri or Aphiosimian australe that has much larger um, eggs and fry. Ginger Grace, $50. <laughs> I should rant more often. $50. What is that? It's like a, okay. So Fox, I'm going to say with sparklers, you're amazing. That's a fun one. That's fun. Ginger. Thanks. I, again, I just, I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. And now I really hope all the fish arrive alive tomorrow when they get to you. Cause after all that rant, if they don't, then I look like a hypocrite big time. <laughs> it's all, oh, geez. I'm always anxious when fish are in route. Like I have like, okay. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday are pretty busy days for me, but I'm not worried about fish in route because they've usually all arrived by then. So I get like three days a week where I'm like, okay, I'm not worried about the fish in the mail. <laughs> Okay. Annalie, a dance fish. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Annalie's coming over. Awesome. 20 minutes works. Rock for fish keeping. Pearl grummy male has pointed. Female has rounded dorsal. Oh, I've always gone by the anal fin. Well, I've never sexed them by the dorsal before. Pearl. Dorsal. Male is pointed, female is rounded. Well, that might be an easier way to do it earlier than I'm using. Thanks for that tip. I'll, I'll take a peek. I've always gone by the anal fin. But again, that might be horrible because they have to be pretty big before I can tell. Small fry aquatics, glad you're okay with company. There's a bunch of us on the driveway. <laughs> hey, Brenda, we got company. <laughs> Candy, thanks for throwing my email up there. We have about 20 minutes left. I'm going to try to burn through these. Small fry aquatics. On the questions, I absolutely meant email. Oh, yeah, email. Great. Small fry aquatics. I did the same heat pack test. 
something nasty about 72, about 96 hour, 72 is the tip. Yeah. Yeah. This, the 96 are not working for me, but I'm going to try them in the larger boxes and hope they work and try to figure out a way to make them work just because in the winter when a package is delayed, it's, it's going to be nice to have that extra day of heat in the box. Right. Now, that being said, I've, I've not ever had 96 hour heat packs in the past. I've been pretty successful shipping even in the dead of winter. Like it's 35 below here in Wyoming. I'm still shipping fish. Um, I just, I know that's like, we're like, how dare you? But there's ways to pack them and, and make sure everything's okay. Just takes a little extra care. Another, the Z, good to hear from you. I don't really know how to describe them, but what are those catfish looking like sharks with stripes, mostly silver with large barbells? I believe they're not uh, pangaseous. Are you talking about the African glass cats, perhaps? Or are you talking about like um, the, oh, um, What's the name of that super common Pictus cats? There are striped Pictus cats. There's spotted Pictus and striped Pictus. So if you're talking about something totally different than what I have, it could be striped Pictus. Alien World Aquatics, how old were you when you got your first fish tank? What size was it and what fish did you keep? So I believe, so it was in the summer between sixth grade and seventh grade. So I believe we're talking about 13 to 14. Maybe as early as 13, definitely by 14, I was deep into it. And the first tank I got was three 10-gallon aquariums. I don't think I started with one, actually. Um, My brother got one. My brother, Michael, got one. And he set it up. It was a 10-gallon. I remember a a rosy barb in there, a longfin rosy barb. I remember a sword tail. I remember like a lone catfish, probably an Aeneas catfish. I remember a betta, I think, in there. Oh, I remember Harlequin Rasboras, stuff like that. Um, but he got that tank. I was like, like I just spent all day watching it, just intrigued by the behavior and color and stuff. So I, I got like three 10 gallons and set them up and started with some swordtails and quickly moved into killifish. Those, killifish are the first fish I really remember um, keeping and working with. Besides, like, I do remember I had a sword tail, but I don't remember what kind. Probably red wag. Yeah. But killifish from almost the beginning. And I remember which killifish. They were fun of the Panchax Gardener Eye. And then shortly thereafter, I met Jim Forche, my fish godfather. And he gave me, like, so generous, um, some Scriptaphios simians, some Aphanius mento. Um, those are the two I really remember. He gave me a couple more things, too. Killers Aquatics, that guppies, can breather bags and heat packs work together? Will oxygen level in box be low? So I've done it. I've shipped um, breather bags with, in boxes with heat packs before. I don't remember the size. I don't remember how much of the box was full of bags and how much oxygen was left. I don't even remember if I poked a hole in the box or not at the point of the heat pack for better oxygen absorption into the heat pack. I don't remember the details because it's been a long time since I've shipped um, – with breather bags and I was in Los Angeles when I was doing it so I wasn't as worried about the cold so yes I've done it I don't remember the details though and uh, Kayla's Aquatics thanks for bringing that question to my attention 
All right. Madfish Diva, cold water community fish. Oh, so many. Like, there are so many temperate species that are amazing. Rhinogobius gobies are fantastic. White cloud minnows, lots of the barbs, rosy barbs and, and um, gold barbs, things like that come to mind. Um, bitterlings are a fantastic fish. A lot of our natives are super fun. Rainbow shiners, fiery black shiners, crimson shiners, um, darters are super fun. Yeah, those are just a few that like pop into my mind. Look at fish from Uruguay, um, the Kerasidium species, the Gymnogeophagus species. A lot of the tetras from Uruguay and Argentina do really well in cool water. There's Corydora species from down there too that do well from the Aeneas complex. I don't remember exactly which species, but it might be Corydorus Aeneas itself. Um, paradise fish, although they can be a little nippy. Yeah, I mean, that's a start, right? But there's lots. There's there's more than you think. Um, check out NANFA, the Native um, American Fish Association, uh, NANFA. And check out the Cold Water Club on Facebook is another. I think it's called the Cold Water F Club. Dance uh, <laughs> at Dance Fish, the fish tank barn. Hey, Mike, the thread from the car that I won are doing awesome. Great. So that's great to hear. So Fish Tank Barn won three Fred, <laughs> three, I'm rushing because I've only got a few minutes left and I'm trying to finish. <laughs> Sorry. The Fish Tank Barn won the Threadfin Akaras. And I'm uh, glad you got them. Glad they're doing well. Look forward to a video of them. Dave Jenkins, just curious if your changes to shipping Corridoras is working better. No. Um, so I haven't done a lot to change how I ship Corys in the last year or so. I think I found a solution that works. What I think is happening is that sometimes the Corys are struggling with something or come in with something that's inert, but then the stress of shipping activates it. Um, I really noticed it with my Panda Corys. I've noticed it with a lot of Corys. And the truth is, I don't think it's that Corys don't ship well. I think that now I'm scared of it because so many times I think I get them and they look healthy to me, but I go to ship them and something goes wrong. And I, I'm sure it's just something they have that is not manifest until they go through the stress of shipping. It happens in quarries to me more than other fish, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's the shipping method. I, I think it's the fish I'm getting and that I need to get better suppliers for quarries. That's what I really think it is. Although the high fin paleotis, most of those did great. I got 200 of them. I think I've got like two left. There were there was like twice when I shipped them and they didn't do well for some reason. But besides that, almost almost all of those did, did fantastic. So if you were one of the people that I think there were two folks that ordered um or that I sent some to and in two groups that I sent a portion of each group didn't do well. So I'm sorry if you got those. Sometimes, sometimes I don't have a clue <laughs> until I ship them, but that was weird because I literally sold like 197 of them and there was probably seven of them that had a problem and I'm not sure why seven or eight, something like that. Brandon C., have you ever gotten any platinum rummy nose tetras? I have not. Um, I like them. I just haven't got them in yet. Rummy nose t 
to me are often proved to be fairly sensitive and a little difficult to acclimate. Again, it depends on where you get them from. But so I've, I've been shy to pull the trigger on the Platinums just because if the regular rummy nose I find a little difficult sometimes, then I imagine, and it's not always the case, but there's a good chance that the Platinums are going to be even more difficult because there's got to be some inbreeding and things that went on to set that strain. Um, Kenneth Lamb Jr., would Cherry Raz Boras go with Peacock Gudgeons? I don't know what a Cherry Raz Bora is. If we're talking about a Cherry Barb, then yes. And I've never met a Rasbori that didn't get super big that wasn't super peaceful. So if it's a small, if it is a Rasbori and it stays fairly small, yeah, it's going to be fine. Both those species are very peaceful. Now, if you have a full grown peacock gudgeon and you have a little tiny, like not fully grown, not fully fattened out, like uh, chili Rasbora, there's a small possibility the peacock gudgeon could fit it in its mouth and see it as food. But um, in general, they're very peaceful, those gudgeons. Mike Sackett. Ooh, a few more minutes. I hate it when I'm late to your live chats. They are so informative. Mike, thanks. I'm glad you find them informative. I do my best. And um, that's what replays are for. Mile High's here. Hey, what's up, Trevor Mikey? Mikey Trevor. Um, Trevor Mikey. Good to have you here, Mile High. We were just talking about the plecos you gave me a little while ago. They're getting big. They're getting nice and big. I've got to check and see if I have both sexes. And if so, set up something else so they spawn because they're not using what's kind of in there already. But so good to see you. <laughs> Hope Rollins is treating you well, my friend. You poor thing. You're stuck in the armpit of Wyoming. <laughs> Rollins. <laughs> Michael Wentworth, congrats on 7K subs. Thanks. Really hitting the big time. Oh, yeah, 7K. Move over, king of DIY. <laughs> We've got 7K. <laughs> <laughs> what's your 1.2 million or whatever he's at now <laughs> michael wentworth just catching the end of the stream finally back up north at home glad you made it epoxy will be going down insulation and plumbing will be going up soon fish room will be up by spring that's awesome that is awesome i'm glad to hear it it's always happy. It makes me happy when I hear people are building fish rooms because I love building fish rooms and I love seeing how everyone else does it, and how they solve the different problems we have with fish rooms. So that's awesome to hear. I, I hope you document it, Michael. I, I know you're a busy guy. I know you can't always, you know, probably take the time. But if you can, I would love to see it documented. Uh, post that stuff on, on Get Gills, man. Um, Candy Overholes, Cold Water Club on Facebook. Thanks, Candy, for finding that. Yep. Anna Lee, if I win, please give mine to Candy. All right. Sounds good. I can do that. Michael Wentworth, as a seller, I'd be happy. Well, if Candy wants them. I don't know if Candy's going to. I know Candy's set up. I've seen it a few times, and I'm not sure she's set up for Mangano. But we'll find someone to take them. Don't you worry. Michael Wentworth, as a seller, I'd be happy to. Got to buy fish to stock those tanks from somebody. <laughs> I see what you're saying. As a seller, I'd be happy too. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. But yes, the more fish rooms, the more tanks to fill, right? Mike, I'm sorry, Mickey, maybe? Or is it Mikey M? 
Plus, I'll search Devil's Hole Earthquake for a cool film with pupfish under Ecological Protection Program. Awesome. I know Devil's Hole. I don't know about... Well, I, did, I do know that there was an earthquake quake that sloshed stuff around a little bit, if I remember right. Aquatics Cardinals are definitely not treated well in the industry. I know. I don't think enough sellers QT them long enough. Yes, absolutely. I was really lucky. The batch I got... And this is the supplier I'm going to buy them from from now on. The batch I got, how many were there? There were a couple hundred in that batch. I might have lost one, maybe. I mean, they came in rock solid. And so, yeah, I did the quarantine and all that, but um, but they also just came in in great shape. So it's not all me. They... I, I had a good batch for sure. Everyone is <laughs> hashtag 7,000 subs. Yes, we did it. For those that weren't here earlier to um, celebrate getting 7,000 subs, there's a massive sale going on right now at dancefish.com. There are fish up to 50% off. Actually, there's some that are more than that, I think. The Mangano. Yeah, the Mangano are like three bucks each right now. Um, there's some guppies that are normally 19 bucks a pair. They're only like 12 bucks a pair. Now there's killifish on sale. There's all kinds of stuff just to say thank you. And to get a good sale in before the nasty delays of holiday shipping hit us too hard. All right. Well, it's 825. So speaking of let's, let's do this thing. So again, Mangano, the fish I'm going to give away tonight, I'll give you, I'll send you six. They are um, a Mabuna. They, they're not a, your average community fish that you're going to be able to keep with like tetras and barb, well, some barbs, but, um, you know, in your nice planted tank or anything like that, they will chow down your plants hardcore. So they're a Mabuna. They're a little specialized, but if you know how to keep Mabuna or, you know, Lake Malawi cichlids, then yeah, let's see, then I'll get you some. Michael Wentworth, did those Ivan stuff I go on sale would be my luck. One kid, one kid. Well, worth it if you're asking. No, I didn't put the Ivan stuff I on sale or pretty much any of the fish that I just got in, except for the, the Mangano cichlids. Um, okay, let's do a giveaway. So I want to make sure. Okay, I want to make sure my mods can enter. Sorry. So mods, I just clicked that so you can enter if you want. Give my mods a second to do that if they want to. Um, sorry, I didn't realize. Wait, I want to make sure. Yeah, okay. And then I've made it so that any so that anyone that shared the hashtag is entered. So I think I did this all right. All right, here we go. I need I need a drum roll uh, sound effect really bad for this. All right, let's see who won, and the winner is. Mr. B's fishing things. Awesome. Congrats, Mr. B's. You've got a minute, one minute to confirm that you're here because you have to be present to win. And um, yeah, if you are, you win. And, and I'm glad because you always do such a good job of sharing out these live streams, not just mine, but I see you on a lot of channels sharing the live stream, sharing the videos out to the uh, Facebook group. What is it? Fish tuber notifications or something like that. So I appreciate you doing that. Let's hope he's here. Come on, come on, Mr. Bees, be here. You deserve it. You do so much for us. Oh, you're in Canada. 
Oh, I cannot ship. It's in the fine print and under the description. I am so sorry. I cannot send them to Canada. But Mr. B, if there's someone in the United States you want me to send them to instead, then you can say, hey, I'm here and I still want them. And we'll figure out how to get them to your friend or whatever in the United States. That's not a problem. But I'm not not showing up now. He's not here. Okay, we're going to do the next one. Cancel the giveaway. No, restart giveaway. Oh, I don't want to restart it. I just want to roll again. How can I do that? Okay, we're going to try this. I think this will do it. I think this will choose a second winner. Here we go. Okay, nature's whim. Nature's whim, if you are here, let us know in the next minute. You're at six seconds, seven seconds, eight seconds. And, um, yeah, we will get you some stuff. This happens occasionally. I think our record is three. I don't think we've had to draw more than three times, if I remember, if I remember right. <laughs> Nature's whim, congratulations, yes. Hopefully they're here. If anyone knows Nature's whim, they've got, they're at 38 seconds from a minute, so let them know. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I'm seeing it, okay. Man, it's so it's such a downer. It's so like, yeah, you won. No. Okay, next one. No. Right? They were here a few minutes ago. Oh no. <clears throat> well. Okay. That's over a minute. We're gonna draw the next person. Okay. Hopefully this is it. Hopefully third's the charm. <laughs> gonna roll it. A Z. Hey, A Z. Come on in, be here. Let us know you're here. Your turn, AZ. <laughs> like I, yeah, I just, I'm out of things to say while we wait. So <laughs> it's up to you guys. I'm fresh out of words. <laughs> Third time the charm. Oh, I hope so. We might go in, we might be setting records. Aqua balls, I am here. <laughs> AZ, hey, there you are, AZ. AZ, all right, great. So, AZ, would you please email me, dan at dansfish.com, uh, to confirm that you want these? Please give me your first and last name and the shipping address where you want me to send them. And I will send you six Mangano on Monday. And anyone else here that likes Mangano, Three bucks. I'm losing money. Take them off my hands. Like, I did not order these fish. I I like them. I just, I'm not set up for them. So, I would consider it a favor if anybody would buy, like, I don't know, about 40 Mangano. (laughs) William Moser. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Okay. So, We are going to go back. I'm going to um, flip up here and catch some questions and comments that I missed before. Thanks for participating, everybody. I'm really enjoying these giveaways. I I think they're fun. Who did I miss? Electro Fry. Those silver hatchets are odd. I used to have them and haven't seen them swim that deep before like they're doing in your tank. Yeah, until I do this, then they all come up for food. 
Like they're super tame. They're not shy at all. A lot of silver hatchets can be like humans and they're gone, like up in the corner, like uh, stressing out. Yeah. I don't know what it is about this tank that they do that, but yeah, it's been a thing since I first put them in there. I love them. I like a big school of hat. I like big schools of anything. Like do yourself a favor sometime and dedicate one tank to instead of a whole bunch of a couple species, just try one or two species in large numbers and just see what that's like. It might be a whole new world for you. Um, <clears throat> Edgar Stetchenfinger. Don't know what I just said. How long is the sale for? I'm not sure. I'll probably go for a week is kind of what I'm thinking right now. It's something I'll, I'll kind of play by feel, but I think it'll probably go a week is, is my guess. I don't know. Hopefully we sell out of everything tomorrow. <laughs> Another the Z. Thanks. They are indeed picked as cats. Okay, cool. I'm glad I was able to help. That was a lucky guess. But yeah, I remember seeing, uh, yeah, Pictus can be spotted or striped. They're both cool. Another, although they take a lot of energy just to watch. Really active fish. Last one, and then we're going to end this. Rockford Fishkeeping. On Get Gills, gotcha. Can you add a spot for a state so we know how far fish are traveling? Ah. So right now, you don't have any idea where the fish are that you're buying. Is that correct? Bioaquatics, man. Thanks for thanks so much for listing all these awesome fish. Bioaquatics just put a bunch of angels on there. That's cool. So let's... Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. If I go to the store, does it tell me? Okay, let's go... Let's go to bioaquatics store... <clears throat> No, we only know it's in the United States, don't we? Location, United States. And he ships to the United States. Yeah. Um, that is something to think about. Thank you for that thought. I will write that down as soon as this stream's done and talk to Jonathan about that and see if we want to do that and uh, if we do want to do that, how we're going to do that. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. I, I believe Candy's going live tonight. She usually does. I neglected to check before I streamed, but Candy, you going tonight? If so, let's all go to 54 Punchy's live stream. Thanks to all my mods. I really appreciate you. You guys know that, I hope. I hope that comes across. Um, no way, Jester's Aquariums, $2. Don't forget that like button. Hey, thanks for the super chat. Always appreciated, never required, but it does make the wife super happy. Um, thanks to everybody that left a super chat. That's so helpful. <laughs> when you're first starting a business, it's like, it's tight, right? Everything goes back in the business and it's like, okay, we made it this month. We can pay our mortgage. Next month, it's like, hey, we're going to make, oh, we made it. We can pay our mortgage. Like, so everything helps. It's very much appreciated, honestly. And um, so thanks. Everyone that asked questions and left comments, thanks for participating and making this interesting. All you lurkers, thank you. And everyone that watches this on the replay so you don't feel left out. Thank you, replayers. Everyone else, have a good night. Appreciate you all. See you next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Don't forget the sale at dancefish.com. And next week, you have a chance to invest in my company.
It'll be Shark Tank. All right. Bye-bye.